Now, when it comes to social, I know you guys have a lot of great resources. When it comes to the actual message on social media, has that changed at all because of the pandemic? For the first three to five days, it was like a deer in headlights for all of us. You know, what is the future? Um, and we came up with a, a series of small biz strong materials. It's really a way to to remind consumers that small businesses need their help. Um, they still need our help. We still need to remind consumers that locally owned businesses are extremely important to the fabric of local economies and uh, local communities. And that part's not going to change. Welcome into the Independent Thinking Podcast. This is your host, Rob Stott. You know, when you put a couple of people that really enjoy uh, talking small business, you're, you're bound to have a good time. And that's exactly, I mean, I'm, maybe I'm a little biased because I was part of the conversation, but I, that's exactly what I think we had a, a good time when Bill Brunel and I uh, got together and got to talk about Small Business Saturday. Uh, for those who don't know Bill, he's the co-founder and executive director of a group called Independent We Stand uh, that Nationwide partners with. And and Bill and his team there do an incredible job of just providing endless amounts of assets and resources to uh, the small business community from you know everything from marketing materials to some uh, social media graphics and uh, tips and tricks and strategies to you know effectively run their businesses and and um, you know take advantage of that uh, of the momentum around supporting small business um, and a, another big thing they do is they they've been since the uh, formation um, of small business Saturday they've worked with American Express and have been a big part of rolling that event out and and creating resources and, and again assets for small businesses and um, took the chance you know wanted to get Bill uh, ahead of the small business Saturday weekend on November 27th of this year uh, to sit down and, and just chat about you know how things are going um, it's been just about 18 months since Bill and I have talked to, at Houston and um, for prime time there when we were back there in February 2020 and wanted to catch up, see how things are going, how things have changed uh, over the course of the pandemic, what, what uh, they've done, you know, from a resource standpoint to, um, you know, provide assets and, and things like that to small businesses and, you know, check in on what's coming up for Small Business Saturday this year. Uh, and of course, they've got their America's Main Street contest that's actively running right now as well. And, uh, you know, we got a chance to talk about that and just Great to kind of pick his brain and, and see what he's thinking about and um, what he's following and uh, where he thinks, you know, small business is kind of heading and um, how, you know, businesses are navigating the, the challenges in, in the space right now. So, uh, like I said, uh, a bit biased, but it, I thought it was a great conversation and one that, uh, you know, look forward to sharing with you and hopefully you can uh, learn a little bit about. So here we are with Bill Brunel of Independent We Stand on the Independent Thinking Podcast. All right, we are back on the Independent Thinking Podcast, and uh, sad that we have to do this over Zoom. You know, we were talking about it, Bill, and the last time you and I did a podcast was in Houston, and uh, that was all the way back to episode 10 of this podcast. Now we're up into the like mid to late 90s here. It's nice to have you back on. Oh, it's wonderful to be on. Remember, that was just before uh, uh, things got real interesting. And, we, uh, that was a different world. <laughs> um, and I remember here, and you know, even, even at the... At prime time, the, the mumbling, uh, what the heck's going on in China? What is going on in Seattle? And then getting home and staying home for 18 months. 
It's been crazy, man, but nice to have you back on. And uh, for, for those that don't know, Mr. Bill Brunel, the co-founder and executive director of Independent We Stand. Uh, for those that don't want to, you know, maybe go all the way back to episode 10, just w- what's the, uh, the, the brief, uh, you know, overview, a little bit of background on yourself and, and uh, your organization there, Independent We Stand. Sure. Well, I'm essentially the co-founder of Independent We Stand, which was first launched in the uh, uh, winter of 2011. And our mission is to, uh, well, it's twofold. Number one, educate consumers about the importance and and really the strong economic impact that locally owned businesses like our nationwide marketing group members have on their local communities. And also then give small businesses tools, resources, tips, ideas to essentially help them build uh, their local brands and compete with the big box stores and, and, and national chains. Um, it has essentially exploded. Um, you know, the interest is, has been extremely strong, especially when you think about small businesses that don't have huge marketing staffs. And, um, you know, the big box stores have, you know, they might have 30 people on two floors in a big ivory tower in New York City just on social media. Um, and we're working with small business owners that have to turn on the lights, have to balance the books, have to sell the product, have to hire the employees. Oh, and then some marketing expert says, oh, yeah, you got to post on Facebook twice a day. Oh, and it has to be clever. Uh, and uh, we make it simple. Um, uh, thanks to our partnership with Nationwide Marketing Group, uh, who has been a sponsor now going on three years, um, we provide a full suite of uh, resources that your members can use to, again, stand out from those big box stores and national chains. Um, an example behind me. Yeah, is uh, one of the social media graphics that we've developed, and uh, it's one of the most shared out there. Um, but these are all absolutely free for uh, Nationwide Marketing Group members. And uh, thanks to the sponsorship of Nationwide Marketing Group, they make it all possible. That's awesome. So now how much of the, the your guys talking, you know, is with small businesses as opposed like in relation to you guys actually talking to consumers about small business? I would say 75% of our content is focused on businesses. And what's interesting over the last uh, 18 months uh, with the, um, the, the pandemic is that more consumers than ever are paying attention to the plight of small businesses. People saw their favorite bookstore go out of business, their favorite restaurant shut down or start serving curbside. Um, and we beginning uh, in probably mid April really started to see an interest on all of our channels, including website, social, a huge jump in engagement from consumers. Um, you know, it, and again, it goes back to uh, all the media. I mean, it goes to all the media attention that small businesses got back then. And uh, I think it really kind of woke up people. I mean, the buy local movement has been growing now for 10, 15 years, but I think it sent it to overdrive um, last spring. Um, but we all know consumers are a fickle bunch, so yeah. we don't keep promoting it and, and uh, keep telling people that you're local and using all the resources that Nationwide Marketing Group and Independent We Stand have. Um, they may forget about it, so let's keep pressure on them. Yeah, and, and I know we'll, we'll get into it a little bit more because there's a, a perfect opportunity. We're sitting here mid-November talking as we record this uh, right around the corner to, to talk about small business. But you know, to your point about keeping the momentum going throughout the year beyond just that one Saturday a, mo- uh, a, a year, you know, what, what kind of things are you doing or seeing over the last 18 months that have worked that maybe could carry forward or, or just what other sort of tips and tricks are out there that uh, you know, small businesses can, can kind of capitalize on? Well, I think uh, consistent uh, social media presence is extremely important. I know you guys offer all sorts of great services to your members, and we supplement those 
um, activities. But people, um, social media usage really increased because people were trying to get news about the pandemic, stay in touch with family and friends that they could not visit with. Uh, and I have, I've heard it's leveled off a bit, but it's still extremely strong. And that's where we can help, you know, uh, with our combined forces, the, um, the members, because they don't have to think too hard uh, about their social media campaign. We can help make it automatic um, and really get in front. So I think uh, 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 social media presence is extremely important. Um, and um, um, uh, the other thing is, you know, make sure that within your community, you stay visible, not just at the shop, uh, but in the community. And I know many of your members do it. We've profiled uh, a number of them. Um, and, you know, when you're, when you're a small business in a, in a community, you're part of the, uh, the fabric of that community. And the big box stores and national chains aren't always that way. You know, I've talked to your members who serve on school boards or city council or, you know, buy simple things like, uh, Little League uniforms, and you know this is this, some of your businesses are third and fourth generation. So keep that up. Uh, tell your Main Street story. You know um, that's simply a way uh, to you know remind people that you've been a longtime resident, or maybe you're brand new to the community, but you have a history of helping the community. Uh, and don't be afraid to tell them what you're doing. I know a lot of business owners don't like to brag, um, but I wouldn't hesitate to bring it up once in a while. And uh, um, I know actions speak louder than words, and I think uh, your community will definitely uh, sit up and take notice when you're doing wonderful things in their community. So social media, community involvement, um, and great customer service. Now, when it comes to social, I know you guys have a lot of great resources that we've seen and, and get posted and shared among the membership about you know supporting local and shopping local uh, and, and things like that. Are there, you know, when it comes to the actual message on social media, has that changed at all because of the pandemic? What yeah. you know, small businesses should be saying? Yeah, it's, it's actually in early March of 2020, we were getting ready to do um, what we call our promotional road trips. We actually had, had several uh, nationwide marketing group members that we were going to visit with. And it was March 12th through 15th. Um, it's a promotional road trip in that I have a whole crew with me and we try to visit five cities in five states in five days. We try to eat local, think local, buy local, stay local the entire time. We spend a good part of the day interviewing uh, local business owners. And uh, it was apparent <laughs> in early March that things were getting kind of interesting. And guess where this trip started? <laughs> Seattle. Seattle. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> yep. Uh, with stops wow. down the West Coast, including Portland. Uh, I think we're in uh, San Francisco, LA. So really the hot spot of, of everything. And so we had to um, cancel. And these are fairly complicated uh, trips. We do a lot of pre-planning. And I had to make the decision not to go. Um, and I was the one that had to call all of these businesses and, and tell them, you know, that we're going to postpone this. Uh, all, we canceled all the hotel reservations. And these are like small mom and pop hotels up mm. on the West Coast. And in every single one of them, you could hear the uncertainty in their voices. Um, I mean, I know we were all uncertain, but imagine owning a small business and especially a hotel. You know, um, people were not going to travel for a long time. So it was a very emotional moment for me and, and, and uh, my staff. And for the first three to five days, it was like a deer in headlights for all of us. You know, what is the future? I mean, what do we do? And um, we got the staff together after a, 
a period of reflection and said, we got to do something. We have the platform to do something. Um, and we came up with a, a series of what we call um, small biz strong or hashtag small biz strong um, materials. Uh, and uh, it, it was everything from social media graphics to video uh, to tips. And to date, we've probably had about 18,000 downloaded. Wow. Uh, we came up with a second round uh, about a month ago, and they're also taken off. And it's, it's really a way to, to remind consumers that small businesses need their help. And uh, it was a rallying point that's done um, extremely well. And, and that kind of refocused and re-energized us. And then, um, you know, the, the press coverage continued to soar, and uh, um, they still need our help. You know, we still need to remind consumers, again, because they're a fickle bunch, that locally owned businesses like Nationwide Marketing Group members own are extremely important to the fabric of local economies and uh, local communities. And that part's not going to change. Um, be patient with those small businesses. You know, they're, they're having trouble finding products they're having trouble um, um, finding staff. Um, and that's really our focus. Now, in your travails, you know, recently, are, are you seeing you guys have a, a great sense of kind of the pulse of how small businesses are feeling and faring? Um, I, does it feel like it's on a major upswing right now? Is there momentum in in favor of small business? Like, what are you kind of seeing? In, in I the do. I, I actually have I've seen some studies that show that uh, people are well aware of the importance of small businesses. Actually, American Express did a study pre-pandemic that showed that nine out of 10 consumers understood the importance of supporting local independent businesses. And I would argue that that's even higher. It doesn't get much higher than nine out of 10. <laughs> um, but as I mentioned earlier, consumers are a fickle bunch. And now we're in a period where, you know, we, they, you know, staffing shortages, uh, the great resignation, uh, the, the supply chain issues, they're kind of presenting a little bit of a challenge to, not even a little bit, a big challenge to consumers. And so you'll see us posting content all the time. Please be patient. Please be patient. Um, we're all working through this together because it's an interesting time to be a retailer or yeah. restaurant owner or a human being. Right, right. No, for <laughs> for certain. Uh, no two ways about that. And I mean, that that kind of reality makes, you know, Small Business Saturday. You mentioned American Express, and I know they, they've been a big part of that. And you guys have as well. Uh, that's coming up here. Um, what knows November... 27th is that right yep. sure so is, yeah right around the corner now how does that obviously it's it's always a, a big mark on the calendar for the small business community each year and um how does it change this year does it change at all or, or is it just sort of still hammering that that drum beating that drum about uh you know the day yeah well yes and uh, you know we've been a coalition partner with american express on small business saturday since it was first introduced in 2000 uh and 10 11 time period and um, uh, it, it, it kind of struck a nerve when it first hit because, you know, American Express spends a lot of money on media. We estimate they probably have spent close to a billion dollars on Small Business Saturday. And uh, it was a great way for, to remind customers that, you know, uh, the day after Black Friday is a great day to support local businesses. And I think it's just become a, you know, a retail phenomenon. Our big push is to remind people to shop small every day. Um, and so that's why we have different, you know, promotions and we have uh, uh, a holiday, retail holiday oriented social media graphics, everything from Mother's Day to back to school. Um, so we're trying to help promote it year round, but we're excited to be uh, partners again this year 
with American Express. It's a huge deal. Last year, remember, this was November 2020, and I still uh, estimate that $20 billion was sold uh, um, on Small Business Saturday. Now, imagine, you know, in November, so we're, we're talking uh, about six months, six, seven months after the pandemic really kicked off. So, yeah. 20 billion, it might've been some curbside pickup, might've been some, uh, some ordering online, probably a ton of ordering online. So it was still a record for Small Business Saturday. And I expect now, especially consumers are really starting to spend again. This one will be even bigger and better. No, that, that's always awesome to hear. And I, I mean, to, to your point about their, um, and we saw it obviously as well, you know, in, in our own talking with members and, and seeing how their business strategy sort of morphed overnight because of this pandemic. Um, you know, what, how are they feeling? You know, what, what kind of things are they doing this year as opposed to last year to, to kind of prep themselves for this weekend and, um, you know, make sure that they can kind of take advantage of, uh, you know, there are challenges now, as we mentioned, you know, supply chain and um, there's inventory challenges to, you know, what are they doing to ensure that they can, you know, kind of break another record, if you will, for small business Saturday. Well, I think consumer spending, as we've we've learned, is going through the roof right now, and I expect that trend to continue. Um, the only the only thing I think might uh, challenge that record is because the the media and the press have really been promoting buy ahead of time, because three quarters of the Christmas presents on the on, in the nation are on ships off the LA Harbor. Right. Um, so that could put a little fly in the equipment, um, but it remains to be seen. I'm optimistic that they'll do uh, at least as much, if not more. Um, you know, I remember last year on Small Business Saturday, I've got a great uh, um, neighborhood near me called the Vibe District, which is in Virginia Beach, Virginia. And there were so many cool stores doing stuff anyway, everything from surf shops to, um, restaurants and, and uh, a bunch of other merchants and there was social distancing or masks and they still had a record year here um, at the vibe district and um, yeah I'm, I'm optimistic that we pull, pull something off especially because demand is is so much up there and who knows maybe they're having trouble buying online and they want to go direct to the store you know <laughs> they just kind of counteract what, what you think you've been hearing so you got to go see for yourself in person what's actually happening so that's yeah. a, a good good way of uh, approaching it no for sure um you know you you touched on it a little bit but some of those challenges it's we mentioned the supply chain you talk about the the, the labor challenges you know what's kind of your outlook for for that does it get better not i know you know we're all guessing on the supply chain so i know that's kind of the big question right now but let's focus on maybe labor and and uh you know kind of what you're seeing there does it uh, does it get better you know what are small businesses doing or what can they do to kind of um you know navigate these challenging frankly times that they're facing right now promote the fact that you're locally and if possible it's true a family business i think that appeals especially to future employees because I know we've, we've shared articles and published content about um, the appeal of working for a locally owned business. You know, you're going to work with the boss, the guy that owns the place or the woman that owns the place or the family that owns the place, um, which means if you do a great job, there's a pretty good chance you're going to get a promotion. Whereas if you're in a big corporate structure and there's a formal HR department, again, the HR department is just above the social media department, that big glass tower in New York. Um, 
your chances of advancement in small locally owned businesses are much, um, much stronger than a corporate um, big box store or national chain. I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've heard stories of a family business that um, has a longtime employee and they actually make them a partner, you know, and they're, they're not officially part of the family, but they are part of the family. Um, you hear those stories all the time. And so we actually wrote a blog post about a month ago about that. Promote the fact that you're locally owned. It can appeal to, um, you know, people that are part of the great resignation. And part of the reason for the great resignation are people are looking for more fulfilling jobs. And if you're working for a, a, a family business and you're part of the action, you can work your way up to manage a store or, or you know, be a co-owner. Um, I think that has a lot of appeal for people who are looking for more meaning in their careers. No, absolutely. And case in point, you know, you could flip a couple episodes back on this podcast and see we spoke to uh, an owner of a store down in Lake Charles, Louisiana, who started out as a delivery guy in, in the service department and eventually like went to college for uh, an education degree, ended up, you know, the, the job he was in got eliminated and he was looking for something that recently married, went back to the, the retailer and was like, hey, do you have anything? He was like, well, I only got a sales job. Uh, he's like, I'll take it. You know, just get me in, in the door. And lo and behold, a few years later, he was him and his wife, who have, both were actually working at the store, ended up looking, wanting to move on. They were like, all right, we got to get into our careers. And the owner's like, hold on a sec. Let's, let's have dinner real quick. And at that dinner, offered him to buy the business. And, um, you know, had it worked out that he was going to be the su succession plan for the owner to retire and move on and, never even put two thought like cents worth of thought into possibly owning the store. And now, you know, 17 years later has been man owning and running this business for the better part of two decades. So that, look, to your point, that happens all the time in this industry, stuff like that. Yeah. I, I don't have the statistics in front of me, but I understand entrepreneurship has really uh, increased because again, people were working that nine to five job and it really didn't mean much to them. And yep. they were working long hours and commuting unbelievably long commutes or and they suddenly decide you know what i'd like to do this myself and that was a perfect i know it happened before the pandemic but that's a lot of what's happening right now living the american dream like your members do hey absolutely every day every day they do yep. <laughs> and they're doing it on uh america's main streets which i, I think nice little segue right um Perfect. See what, see, see what I did there? No, but <laughs> you guys, you guys are in the midst right now of running. I think what is this? The seventh, sixth, sixth year, sixth annual America's okay. Main Street contest. So tell tell us a little bit about that and uh, what what the that this contest has been like and how you've seen it grown and just uh, what, what kind of things you guys are doing with it. Oh, it's been phenomenal. We first um, came up with the idea uh, six years ago um, because we wanted to recognize all of the hard work that uh, Main Street groups, uh, small chambers of commerce, downtown associations, merchants associations were doing uh, in their communities, but especially the small businesses that help those communities thrive. I, so it, I think the first year was 2015 and uh, we had a phenomenal response. We give away $25,000 uh, plus sponsor related prizes. For example, we, we give away a, a $500 shopping spree at uh, the closest Nationwide Marketing Group member, $500 from Steel, who's also a sponsor, and uh, some other sponsors. And um, <laughs> the fifth annual started on February 27th, 2020. <laughs> <laughs> Another interesting time to have a major promotion or event for us. And it 
uh, is a web-based um, uh, contest. You can find it uh, at MainStreetContest.com. And uh, the reason I mention that is because website traffic just plunged around early March and it was so quiet. But just like I mentioned with our social engagement, some of the other things that started to increase and, and especially pushed by uh, major media outlets, it started going through the roof. I think at the end of the contest, we had 1.5 million votes. Wow. 45, excuse me, um, 45 states were, were represented. And a small town in Sykesville, Maryland, which is like maybe half hour outside of Baltimore, between Baltimore and Frederick, Maryland, won. population 11,000. It is a former railroad town um, where the um, the well-to-do in Baltimore would vacation during the summer to escape the city heat. So it's got an absolutely gorgeous Main Street, very historical in nature. It's actually a historic district, so a lot of the buildings still have to maintain the same architecture and, and all that stuff. Um, and they were also, like us, deer in headlights um, when they won. And they decided, uh, they had 58 merchants at the time, they decided, let's take this cash and let's help the merchants survive this pandemic. And it was, um, we usually go and celebrate and do a big check presentation on July 4th, but on July 4th, 2020, nobody was going anywhere. So we had to postpone that. But we got to go last July 4th. And um, we found out that of the 60 businesses that were affected by the pandemic, not one closed. Wow. And in fact, they added two more. Um, so it was uh, an emotional day to say the least. And uh, it's usually the smaller communities that win. We've had lots of um, uh, big metro main streets that have entered. But, you know, when you've got a tiny main street in the middle of Maryland doesn't have a big budget anyway, you're going to rally a little bit harder to try to win that. And so we just um, kicked off the sixth annual uh, in September. Uh, the uh, response has been extremely uh, encouraging again. And on Monday, uh, November 17th, we will announce the top 25 main streets. And uh, the whole process will be again, uh, begin again to, to uh, uh, determine the top 10 semifinals. And then on December 20th, we'll announce the, the winning main street. We shifted it from the spring to the fall to be a little bit more COVID friendly. Um, and also to tie in a little bit more with Small Business Saturday. Um, but uh, the response has been phenomenal again this year. People care about their main streets. And, it's, and, and I can't, um, cannot emphasize enough how many great small business groups, uh, main street groups. There are approximately 1,200 formal main street groups in the country. And these are uh, many times they're volunteers just trying to help their main streets. I would highly encourage, in fact, I talk about this when I do my presentations at prime time, join those main street groups. Join those by local groups. Be, don't just join, become active. Um, you're going to network with other local business owners that think like you do. Um, and consumers, again, understand the importance of supporting independent businesses. And you can form a formal campaign, spend a little money, start a social media campaign, have an event, Small Business Saturday. Um, <laughs> you can make a real difference, not just to the community, but to your bottom line. Yeah, absolutely. And it's exciting to see that. That's awesome about, uh, you know, last year's winner and kind of the fact that no one, not one of them shut down and they added to it. So that, that's, that's encouraging. Um, and just really cool to hear, but, uh, you know, we, we know you guys have, have a lot of work ahead of you too this year. So, um, you're in the thick of it right now with getting, getting it all out there and getting the votes in and, and narrowing down that list. So it'll be cool to follow and, uh, see now, 
have there been I, I obviously there's a ton of you know main streets out there have, have there been any that like came close to possibly repeating or, or anything like that or we, the the <laughs> The only repeats we ever had is two main streets, one in Ohio back to back a couple wow. of years ago. But once you win, you're disqualified from winning. Okay. The for, gotcha. Ohio, and certain states have wonderful main street programs and Ohio is one of them. They have a formal state um, department to help main streets and uh, Ashtabula, Ohio, which is up on the lake, uh, just northeast of Cleveland and then Wellington, Ohio, one couple of years back and they're just below Cleveland. Um, but again, that's because they, they, they're, they're in a state that really supports their main street programs and really had their act together. Um, and, but still both were very small towns and we had some in the Cleveland Metro area that were big budget main street groups and the little ones, the little guys are the ones that win. And I'm always rooting for the little guy. No, that's, that's awesome to hear. And, um, you know, I, I know we're, you know, here in mid November in the thick of this small business Saturday season, and, and you guys have a, a lot going on, but I know you mentioned, uh, some additional resources as well. So where can, um, you know, our, our listeners and members go to, to find out more about, you know, what you guys are doing for small business Saturday. Well, again, small business Saturday is Saturday, November 27th. So it is right around the, the corner. The very first thing I would do is visit shopsmall.com, which is American Express's official small business Saturday. They actually have a studio where you can download customize and download everything from uh, in-store materials to social media graphics and it's free of charge plus you can sign up they have a pretty strong search engine to show consumers who is participating in small business saturday so the very first thing i would ask your members to do is go to shopsmall.com in addition uh last week we sent out a nationwide marketing group specific small business saturday activation plan which is a document filled with all sorts of fun resources and and links to customizable materials you can take uh, and download um, and uh, promote uh, and encourage consumers to start thinking about shopping local. And I, again, it's only two weeks out. So I, you know, save this date. Actually, there's a graphic (laughs) on there saying save this date, Saturday, November 27th. And it's all absolutely free. Both kits are absolutely free. And I would highly encourage the uh, jump on it right away. And if anybody has any questions about, um, uh, the Small Business Saturday resources at Independently Stand uh, or on uh, shopsmall.com. Please have them email me, call me, show up at my front door, write me a letter, although that I don't know that <laughs> snail mail will be here on time. Whatever we can do to help everybody um, engage and uh, build their brand, Small Business Saturday is a pretty big deal. And again, we'll take it from there and make sure that consumers know that shopping year-round is also important as well. Absolutely. And we'll share some links to those resources. Um, you know, some that are out already, some as they as they come out, uh, they'll be in the description. If you're watching on on YouTube, right below us, and if you're on our website listening, uh, or you know, listen on a podcast platform, head to nationwidegroup.org/podcast, and you'll you'll see the episode. Click on there; it'll be underneath in in the episode description. So, Bill, this was awesome. I you know, I, it's always great catching up with you. Let's not wait, you know, a year and a half again to do a, a podcast, and maybe next time we'll get to do it. In person, if you're in Phoenix with us, I was just going to say, time. let's get together in Phoenix. <laughs> Sounds like a good time. And we can kind of recap how things went and uh, maybe do a little highlight on the winner. Uh, uh, if eventually once that gets announced and the main street contest comes to a close. So yeah, uh, this, this was great. So uh, we appreciate it and uh, look forward to catching up again real soon. Sounds good. I'll enjoy talking to you.
All right, and thank you again to Mr. Brunel for taking the time and chatting with us and sharing all his great insights and, uh, you know, allowing us, like I said, to pick his brain and uh, see where he thinks kind of this the small business space is right now and how small businesses are faring despite some of these challenges that uh, continue to cause some disruption. But, you know, nice to hear that he thinks things are going well. And um, like I said, always good to kind of see what resources are available uh, for small businesses out there. So again, appreciate Bill taking the time and as always appreciate you listening to the Independent Thinking Podcast and we will catch you next time.